Welcome to Secrets to Victorious Living podcast. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I'm Lucia Claiborne. Thank you for joining me today as we discover God's secrets to help you overcome life's challenges. This will help you become victorious in every area of your life. Today's your day to start walking in and experiencing a greater level of victory. Today, we have a special treat on Secrets to Victorious Living. I have three of my dearest friends with me who understand the power and the authority and how to use it in their life. I'd like to introduce you to Donna Dudley, Donna Walker, and Penny Parker. And tonight, uh, we're recording this in the evening, so I say tonight, we are going to talk about the authority of the believer. So Donna, would you please uh, start and tell me when you got revelation of your authority and how you've implemented that in your life. A few years ago, I knew I had some authority, but I didn't really realize how much until I really uh, started studying on this. And I had got a hold of Kenneth Hagin's book, The Believer's Authority, right. and started reading it. And, you know, he asked a question in there, is there authority that the believer has that we're not walking in? And I got to thinking about that, and I thought, am I walking in authority like he is talking about? And so I started reading the book and started learning what authority was and, you know, how much authority we do have in the spirit realm that God's given us. So that's how I got into it. And the more I read, the more I study it, it's like I have my wow moments. Right. You know, like, wow, you know, I can do this. I can have that. And when I started learning about authority and started implementing it, in my life and using the authority. I've seen into situations that I didn't see before. It's opened up my eyes to situations in my own life. Like, for example, in our finances, there's things that I have seen since I started using my authority in our finances that it opened up doors to where I end up paying my car off months earlier, in which I didn't see that before. And income had in avenues that income has come in that I didn't see before and just different areas like that and I've learned you know that authority is the right to command the right to command the word of God over our situations that right to enforce spiritual law God's word is spiritual law and uh, there is laws that govern healing there's laws that govern prosperity. There's laws that govern deliverance, wealth. But we've got to know those laws and know how to enforce those laws. Then we'll see the manifestation. So it's like a policeman. They've got to know the laws of the land to enforce those laws. If they don't know those laws, they cannot enforce those laws. So once they learn those laws and enforce those laws, then they see the manifestation mm-hmm. or the results of those laws. In the same way with us in the spirit realm with God, when we take God to word and enforce his spiritual laws, then we begin to see the manifestation. Thank you. Donna, would you tell me the first time you got a revelation of your authority as a believer and how it changed your life? It all probably really just began to be real to me when my oldest daughter was a teenager and um, there was just 
you know, differences, opinions, you know, in my family with my husband and I about what she could and could not do. And then, she, of course, she had her own mind and what she'd like to do. But um, during that time, you know, the Holy Spirit just showed me that I did have authority over my children. And that I could take the Word of God and just plant it like a seed. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I would just be consistent, you know, and stay just true to what He told me to say. And not just say what I felt That's or right. what, you know, <clears throat> I heard someone else say about the situation. I saw, you know, as I would just speak positive words over my daughter that were based on the Word of God. You're right in the midst of a difficult situation. God just took it. And even though I had tears running down my cheeks at times and just wondered, you know, those thoughts would try to come of fear. But I just chose to just speak words of life over her. And, you know, and went long till the whole situation just turned. And that's when I realized God is faithful to His Word. If I'll just stand my ground and speak His Word. And, you know, and I just had these confessions that I would say, like, my daughter is wise and she makes my heart glad. She's taught of the Lord and great is her peace. And that's been many years ago now, probably close to 20 years. And she is just that today. She is wise and she does make my heart glad. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I guess the first time that I got just a hold of how important that our words were, that our words are like seeds. And that as we're, you know, if we, we choose life and speak words of life, then we're going to reap a harvest of life. But if we choose words that are destructive and negative, then we're going to have a harvest of destruction and neg- negative things to come our way. That's so good. Thank you. Well, Penny, when did you get revelation of your authority? When I first got revelation is uh, when my dad uh, was in a bad accident and had his leg cut off. They gave him no hope, and the doctor had done came in and told us that he had lost a lot of blood and there was uh, no chance for him, and that we need to be prepared to uh, know where you know that he's that he's passing. And we stood up and we started praying, but we had told him. I thanked him for what he had done, and uh, but there was a greater power, and I didn't realize, you know, till now, you know, just by speaking that, because he he stood and he told me three times that you know there was no hope for him, and I said no, there is uh, there's greater power, and I thanked him again. And then no more than he left, and we uh, held hands and started praying. Um, there was already change in him, and that was uh, 12 years ago. Amen. So he's doing, he's still doing real good. Amen. And I guess going to these small groups that we go to, and it's building relationship. And I think that has really helped me because, you know, we get to talk about authority, you know, what we're studying and just uh, exercise, you know, the authority. And that has really helped me. And, you know, everyone knows that in 1 John 4 and 4, the, you know, the spirit of God who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. You know, that's something everybody knows. You know, if you really believe that, then you know, you know, that what's in you, that you have that authority and you believe that. I mean, something so people will say that and you know but to actually really get a revelation of it is just amazing and then you know just start speaking authority over everything not just not just your family you know it's land and just like Miss Donna was saying finance it's just amazing and how you can use God's Word and what's in your heart and what you you know do you think about you know, that's what we've been really learning and just speaking the authority. Amen. Thank you. Well, Donna, can you give me an example of maybe how Satan hinders us from hearing Jesus and hearing what he wants us to do and 
when he tells us to do something, if there's a maybe a hindrance that you have experienced or an example of a hindrance? There can be a lot of hindrance if we allow that. There can be unforgiveness. Our emotions, when they get involved, it can hinder us hearing from God. I know there was a, a time in my life, my grandmother, she had a bad sore. She was, said she's diabetic, and she had a bad sore on her leg. And God spoke to me one night, and he said, Go pray for her, because those wanted to take her foot off, her leg off at the ankle. And he said, go pray for her. So I went that night and laid hands on her and prayed for her. Well, she went to the doctor the next day, and uh, he scraped her leg, and he said, I want you to look there. So we're not going to have to take that leg off. Look at that new skin. And it was just like baby skin. So I seen God do that. But then my my sister, she was diagnosed with cancer. And so then we stood on the Word of God for that. And uh, she moved on to heaven. And, you know, it was hard for us because we felt like we stood on God's Word for that. But yet we didn't know what was always in her heart. Right. And when you're standing in the gap for someone else or believing for them, their will is involved. So that too can be, you know, something that you don't understand sometimes. Mm -hmm. In my own life, when I've experienced a lot of pain in situations, that has been a hindrance. But yet now I'm realizing the more that I study authority, hey, I can take that authority. I have authority over that in the name of Jesus. That's right. And I can take that authority and command it to go and command Satan and his demonic forces. No, you're not touching us today. You're not touching my family. And release my authority over him. And he has to go. The Bible says you're going to resist him, and he will flee. Miss Donna, would you please tell us how, you know, you're very quiet. You're very soft-spoken, unlike me, unlike Donna. You know, we're more loud. I said in an earlier podcast that I used to be really loud, but now God has done a work in my heart. I'm not so loud, but it's not necessarily the loudness of what you speak, but the authority, knowing who you are in Christ and the authority that backs you up. Um, can you maybe give us a couple examples of how you have used that in your life? Sure. Back in um, 2015, my son was in a motorcycle wreck. He had driven his motorcycle out to our home, and it began to rain, and so he had to leave it in the garage. Well, I never really liked him having the motorcycle, but he was grown by then, 24 years old, and lived out on his own, and that's what he wanted was a motorcycle, and that's what he got. But anyway... um. One evening, I pulled into the garage, and there was his motorcycle. I hadn't really thought much about it. It was just, I really believe it was just an unction of the Holy Spirit. It just prompted me to go over there and just plead the blood of Jesus over the motorcycle and uh, take my authority. And so I just calmly walked over there, and I just said, In the name of Jesus, I commission the angels of the Lord to encamp about this motorcycle. And I plead the blood of Jesus over this motorcycle. And I just claim safety and protection. And I remember saying from the front of the motorcycle to the back of the motorcycle, the sides of the motorcycle to the, I mean, it was just like I covered the whole thing. And I did it very calmly and just like, just a matter of fact and just took my authority. Wasn't in fear. Um, Like I said, I just felt uh, just a prompting. The Holy Spirit prompted me to do that that day. So in the name of Jesus, I just, you know, sealed it with the name of Jesus. Walked in the house, didn't think anything else about it. 
And about a week later, it was a Sunday afternoon, and I got a phone call that my son had been in a motorcycle wreck. And um, out on a major highway, four lane, uh, speed limit 65 miles an hour, and a car hit him. He had pulled out in front of a car, and the car hit him. And a witness said that it threw him 70 feet, about 70 feet from where he was at. And all we knew was that he was alive. And they airlifted him to Huntsville, to the hospital. When we got over there, the whole time, though, I was just in peace. It was like God just enveloped me in this peace. You know, it's just hard mm -hmm. to explain until you've been through it. But um, it was a 45-minute drive over there. And then by the time we got there, we still didn't know anything. And uh, But in the end, uh, he had a few broken bones, nothing that couldn't be fixed. And I thank God for that because it could have been a whole different outcome. And I, I truly believe that just by me being obedient to the Holy Spirit that day and just walking over there and taking my authority over that motorcycle, you know, just taking authority, praying and just pleading the blood of Jesus for protection and peace and safety, that it made a difference in life and death for my son. You put the Word to work. The yes. word, the word, You work the Word and the Word worked for you. Yes. Yeah. Penny, would you please tell me and our listeners how your life changed when you got revelation that you're seated at the right hand of Father God in Jesus, which is the place of authority? Well, this past May, uh, my son graduated, and I wasn't really sure if he was going to graduate or not. And uh, I recall the Holy Spirit had spoke to me and was telling me that I had extra graduations for Stephen's uh, invitations, and I had went back and got them, and I'm, I was thinking, you know, they really don't know Stephen, but for some reason, all I could see, because it was a picture of him, and I asked everyone to take one, uh, not that, you know, to get him anything, but to take his picture, and what Holy Spirit was uh, telling me is to uh, ask them to pray over him, you know, to put his picture on the refrigerator and then that way you know when they would go to the refrigerator somebody would notice him and would just say a prayer for him and I'm thinking the whole time it was about him graduating and so he did graduate but I didn't really understand all the prayers until he went to Florida on the uh, senior trip and while he was down there it got out of hand and it could have really got out of hand and during that time and when it had spoke to me it's bad you know to get a phone call at three in the morning and thinking that your son had been a little had been drinking a little too much and uh, maybe had some other things added to it I really don't know all the details but he was on the 10th floor and he wasn't in his uh, right mind but he was fixing to jump and I know without a doubt that it was because of all the prayers because what I have heard I mean it's just it's unreal that that he didn't and a lot of times it doesn't come out as good as his did you know the Holy Spirit reminded me because I was being obedient and taking that authority you know and you, when you start realizing that you are seated by the oh it's just that's amazing I mean you know because we are that's who I am, you know, because he is in me. And, and knowing who you are and speaking over your kids, your family, that's our authority that we have. And I just thank him so much. I can't thank him enough for that. Amen. You need to listen to the Holy Spirit and be obedient when he wakes you up. 
and whoever's on your mind, you know, to be praying for them. And I had, I mean, you know, I mean, to ask Miss Sonia and some of these ladies and give them a car to my son, how different is that? But then I realized it wasn't even about his graduation. It was about the time he was going down there. And during that time, that's when that was just a dark place. And I just know that God, God took care of him. Amen. Donna, is there anything else that you would like to add that you would want people to know about exercising their authority? Yeah, I'd like to share the vision that Brother Kenneth Hagin shared. Okay. Uh, he said that the Lord's in 1952, the Lord had appeared to him in a vision and talked to him for about an hour and a half about the devil, demons, and uh, demon possession. And said at the end of the vision, an evil spirit that looked like a little monkey said, ran between him and Jesus and uh, spray something like a smoke screen or a dark cloud and just started jumping up and down between them saying, yakety yak, yakety yak, yakety yak. And he said he couldn't see Jesus or understand, you know, what he was saying. And he couldn't understand why Jesus allowed this demon to do this and why he didn't rebuke him. And uh, said Jesus just kept talking, but he couldn't understand a word he was saying, couldn't hear what he was saying. He needed to hear him because he was giving him instructions about the devil and demons and demon possession and all and how to exercise authority over that. And uh, said he thought, well, doesn't the Lord know that I'm not hearing what he wants me to. He says, I need to hear that. He said, nothing ever happened. He said, that, that little demon just kept on. He said, out of desperation, he finally said, in the name of Jesus, you foul spirit, I command you to stop. He said, that little demon just fell down just like a, and started whining and just like a little whipped puppy. And uh, said that, he said, not only stop, but shut up. And <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and uh, said that he thought, well, why didn't the Lord do something about that? And God knew what he had on his mind. He said, Jesus told him, said, if you hadn't done anything about that, I couldn't have. And said, he told him, said, Lord, I know I misunderstood you. You didn't say you couldn't have. You said you wouldn't have. He said, no, if you had not done anything about that, I couldn't have. He said he went through this about four times with the Lord. And finally, Jesus just told him, said, no, I said I couldn't have. And he said, Lord, you know, I don't care how many visions I have of you. You're going to have to show me three, at least three scriptures in the New Testament because, you know, we're living under grace. He said, you're going to have to show me at least three scriptures in the New Testament that this is true. And uh, said, I've read the, the New Testament 150 times, these scriptures 150 times, and some of them more, and I don't know that it's in there. He said, son, well, there's a lot of things in there you don't know. So he gave him four scriptures out of Matthew, where Jesus was, Matthew 28, 18, where Jesus talked about, you know, he had all power, all power and authority was given to him. He talked about, he gave him a, a scripture on James, where he's talking about uh, resisting the devil. He gave him a scripture with Peter, with uh, Paul. So, you know, when I read that, and I was thinking, nowhere, and like he said, nowhere in the Bible we used to where Jesus tells to the church to pray for him that we ask him to do anything about the devil. That's right. He's already done it. That's right. And he's given us the power and the authority to release it over him. He's already defeated Satan. And so he, he tells us that you enforce the finished works of Christ. And so when I realized that, it's it's changed my life. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it, it has changed situations in my marriage, in my home, with my kids, you know, on my job. There's been, incre- we've started, I mentioned a while ago about our finances and we've been speaking increase, what increase has been coming. Like I said, it's just different even in our home because mm-hmm. of the authority. Amen. It'll change your life. It will change your life. Yes, ma'am. Forever. Amen. Yes, it will. Penny, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? Yes. Luke 10 and 19. Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. You know, if you just really uh, let that sink in, you know, I would just like to encourage everyone to to really think about uh, what that means. And, you know, because we we are free in Christ and living in freedom is a choice. And, you know, just realizing that you have a choice every day, you know, choose life or death, blessing or curses. You know, this is everyday life. That's right. Uh, and just, you know, just call, uh, just look back on verses and just speak over the verses. And uh, I just love Luke 10 and 19. So, you know, if you just, uh, just remember that verse. Thank you. Donna, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Well, just sitting here listening, listening to these girls talk, I was just thinking of the scripture where it says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. And they mm. that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So, God leaves a lot up to us, doesn't he? Yes. You know, we, we have to choose. We have to choose, you know, to believe his word. We have to choose to, you know, speak his word. We have to choose to stand on his word. And so I would just encourage everybody just to, you know, take God at his word and then just watch him work. Just watch what happens when we take authority and we just take our place seated in heavenly places far above that um, we do have that authority. And we can just trust that God will bring his word to pass in our lives. And realize, you know, it's our responsibility to do that. It's not God's responsibility. God's giving it to us, the power and authority to us. So therefore, it's our responsibility to enforce that and uh, take that authority over situations. And But, you know, the enemy wants to keep us ignorant. And when when he keeps us ignorant, then he has a place. James said, give the devil no place. You resist him and he'll flee. Don't give the devil a place. Well, ladies, I want to thank you for joining me today on Secrets to Victorious Living and for sharing your heart because I know that people's lives are going to be changed and impacted by your testimony and the love that you have not only for Jesus, but to help them overcome and be better. And I just would like to invite you to join me next week as we start the benefits of being thankful since we're going into November and a season of Thanksgiving. If you'd like more information about your authority or about being thankful, I invite you to visit my website, luciaclayborn.com. And I want you to say this with me again today. Every day, in every way, my life is better and better. And remember, God is not mad at you. He's mad about you. And He wants you to walk in victory every day of your life, in every area of your life.